0: KMTT, Kimitzion Teze Torah Udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. It's www.kimitzion.org. Having a new week. Today is Monday. As on every Monday, today's Shiur will be the Shiur in a mitzvah ashavuit, the weekly mitzvah, Rav Vinyamin Tavori. In Parashat Lech Lecha, Avram was given the mitzvah of Milah, And obviously, it is one of the two mitzvot asay, which are so important that not fulfilling them creates an iser of kares. Normally, a pu- the punishment of kares, of being cut off, either cut off from God or cut off from the Jewish people, this refers only to the type of mitzvahs which are negative, which a person has transgressed by doing something positive. For example, a person who would eat on Yom Kippur, person who would be Mechal El Shabbos. You can talk about the problem of kares, But for omitting a mitzvah, a person who did not eat matzah on Pesach, who did not hear Shof on Rosh Hashanah, normally we do not have any punishments for omission. But the two mitzvahs of not bringing the carbon Pesach and our mitzvah of having a Brit are so important that without that, without fulfilling that mitzvah, a person is obligated and receives the punishment of Karet. The shiur today will discuss the issue of the Brit as relates to non-Jews. Rather than to Jews themselves. Obviously, when the Torah was given and the mitzvah was given to Avram Avinu, the mitzvah was not given to the Jewish people specifically. It was given to Avram Avinu, who, in a certain sense, wasn't Jewish at that time. The Rambam in Perusha Mishnayis of Chulin, very famous piece, where he says that the mitzvahs that we do today are not because they were commanded before Matan Torah, before the giving of the Torah. All the mitzvahs that we do today, even if they are found in Sefer Bereshit, even if they are really found in the Chumash, which we are reading now at the present time, are not obligatory unless they were repeated again by Moshe on HaSinai. And the milah, the mitzvah of Bris Milah was given again in Parashat Tazriah, where it was given to Jewish people. The mitzvah given to Avraham Avinu obviously included more than what we would call today just the Jewish nation. We'll relate to that issue of giving a brit to a person who's not Jewish, but within that context we'll differentiate between two different types of non-Jews. In the Shulchan there the laws of Mila are found, and at the very end the Rama says, The Ramah quotes the Bet Yosef as saying that we are not allowed to give a Brit to a non-Jew unless, of course, it's the purpose of conversion. And this has nothing to do with Chilul Shabbat, with doing it on Shabbat where we would be concerned with what we do on Shabbat, but it's a general resource, it applies the entire week. Why would this indeed be usher What is wrong with doing a Brit Milah for a non-Jew? Well, the Rambam has this halacha as well, but he differentiates. We'll just now quote the first part of the Rambam, later on we'll quote the second part. The Ram says, <speaking in Hebrew> The Rambam is referring to a case where a non-Jew needs a surgical procedure of Brit Milah for his health. and The Rambam says the Jew should not do this Brit Milah for him because it's the general problem of helping abetting the the Nunju in a general principle. The Rambam apparently is referring to an Akum, to a person who is an idol worshiper, and the laws of not helping an idol, of, an idol worshiper are quite clear in the Rambam. This might be the reason for this particular law. The Shach, then, in Shulchan Aruch, says that if indeed the Jew who is performing the circumcision, the Brit Milah, does it not as a favor, not as just helping a non-Jew, then perhaps it would be mutter, perhaps it would be allowed, for example, if he gets paid for it. A doctor, within his medical practice, even though the purpose of the non-Jew, even the idolater, would be for the purpose of rafua, perhaps a Jew is allowed to do it. But if this is true, the entire reason, the entire Easter is only based on a general principle of what we're allowed to do to help non-Jews, idol worshippers and what we are allowed to do. The Taz, there in Shulchan Aruch, says a different reason. Nira kevan she'amina avinu omeid u'mafchin the Taz discusses the physical distinction that we wish to maintain between Jews and non Jews. A physical distinction. And he said, quotes a Madras, that Avram Avinu, the father who is the progenitor of the Jewish nation, the one to whom this Mitzvah was given, to whom the mitzvah was attributed, every time there is a bris, we make a bracha, that I commanded us to enter the child into the brit of Avraham, and the Medri says that Avraham stands at the gates, and checks and says anybody who is nilal, anybody who is circumcised, circumcised gets into Gan Eden. And otherwise, you don't. So, circumcising a non-Jew would blur this distinction. Obviously, there are other technical problems that can arise from the circumcision of a non-Jew. Rav Cook in the Tshuva, in Das Kohen, mentions other issues as rising from the fact that a non-Jew may be circumcised. This might, for example, create problems when we try to distinguish Jews from non-Jews for the purposes of intermarriage. A person who's circumcised, circumcised is assumed to be a Jew. Unfortunately, Jewish history has taught us the opposite. Any person who was known to be circumcised was already considered to be Jewish for the purpose of killing him. And obviously this is one of the tests that we know that occurred during the Holocaust, people were killed simply because they were circumcised. That showed that they were Jews. This distinction that we wish to maintain may be part and parcel of the reason that we say that the Ramah, quoting the Beis Yosef, says that it, uh, we should not circumcise a non-Jew. However, the Rambam in Hilchus Malachim, in the tenth parak of Hilchus Malachim, the Rambam has an interesting chiddush. The Rambam says that the Bnei Keturah, the children, the male children of Keturah, Keturah was the wife that Avram took later. Vayosef Avram byikachi and then the Torah gives us the names of his children, of her children, through Avram. And the Rambam says the the mitzvah of Mila was given to Avram and his descendants. Yishmael was excluded. But the other descendants were not excluded. And therefore, all B'nai Keturah, all descendants from the history of the world until today, all the descendants of Keturah are actually Chayev in Rish mila. The Rambam says this is not one of the seven mitzvahs being Noach. But we would assume it's not a mitzvah given to the entire community of non-Jews, it's a mitzvah given for a specific group. But interestingly enough, perhaps we'll return to this later, this would raise an issue practically speaking for a non-Jew who wants to follow the laws of the Torah, how does he know today if he's one of the Bnei Ketur or not? For all practical purposes, we may suggest that today, according to the Rambam, every non-Jew would require a bris milah, because perhaps he is really one of the Bnei Keturah, and in, in which case he would really be Chayiv in Briss. We might get back to that later. The Rambam, although he thinks that everybody is Chayiv Mila, said, as we just learned, that a Jew should not circumcise a non-Jew. But it seems strange, because the Rambam does think that every non-Jew, or at least every Bnei Keturah, is Mila. So, why would the Rambam think you can't, or are not allowed, to circumcise a non-Jew? So the Rambam continues, in that Rambam that I began before, Paragimwal Halakha Halacha, Zayin, and Filchas Mila, the Rambam says, if the guy comes to you, and tells you, that he wants to have the bris, because of medical issues, then we're really not allowed to have him to do it, and perhaps I said it's referring to an idolater but the Rambam continues If the non-Jew has the intention for the bris milah, he does not have any ulterior motive for the bris, except for the fact that he wants a bris that would be permitted. And the Rambam's opinion is stated more clearly in a tshuva that he wrote, which is printed in the Brow edition, in volume number 1, number 148, Siman Kuf The Rambam says, If the non-Jew Wants to remove the Arla to do a Bris. A non Jew also fulfills mitzvahs. The mitzvah of Bris Mila was given to the Jewish people. But a non Jew who wants to fulfill any mitzvah of the Torah gets a reward as long as he's allowed to do that mitzvah. There are some mitzvahs from which a guy is enjoined from performing. For example, we learn that a guy is not allowed to keep Shabbos. But in general, a guy who wants to keep a mitzvah, the Rambam says he receives a reward. Of course, not the same as a Jewish person. He's considered a no-mitzvah v'osei, he's considered a person who's not commanded, but nevertheless fulfills it. The Ram says we're allowed to give the bris because it's a mitzvah. But the Rambam adds, ubitnai this is with the condition that Rama stipulated that the non-Jew acknowledges the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu commanded in the name of God to do this mitzvah and the non-Jew really believes it. He has no ulterior motive. Then the Rambam continues, One might have thought the Rambam might distinguish between the Arab and the Catholic, assuming, perhaps, that the Arabs might be descendants of Keturah. We call them cousins, descendants of Avram Avinu, and perhaps the Catholics are from a different lineage. So, the Rambam says, no, that distinction does not Exist. Anyone who comes for circumcision, for the purpose of pure circumcision, will allow to do it even though he continues to be a non Jew. The Ram says it's a mitzvah. Any person who wants to fulfill any mitzvah. Is entitled to fulfill that mitzvah. Jews are allowed to help him. So, according to the Rambam, we actually have three categories. We have the Jewish nation who is chayev, is obligated in the mitzvah of mila completely. We have within the non-Jewish community the community called B'nai Keturah, which are really chayev in mila. And therefore, it would seem obvious that we should try to help them do the bris. We also have any non-Jew who wants to do the bris L'shem Shemayim, to fulfill the mitzvah of bris, even though he knows he's not obligated, as there's no present intentions of converting. Nevertheless, we're allowed to circumcise him. Those are the three categories of non-Jews which are involved somehow in brit mit, so three categories of people in the world, which in some way are, are, are uh, involved in the mitzvah of Bismillah. The fourth category, of course, is excluded. That's the non Jew who does not want to have a brit because of a mitzvah. He is an idolater who, for whatever reason, for perhaps for medical reasons or any other ulterior motive, wants to have a brit, that the Raman would agree with what we learned in the Beis Yosef that we should not allow him to have a bris. You see from here that there, in the bris mila itself there is one concept of a brit, l'shem mitzvah. A person could do the technical act of, act of circumcision, l'shem mitzvah, as a mitzvah. In that respect, the mitzvah that he fulfills would be similar to a person, even a manju who would wear tzitzis, a person who would be careful about any other positive mitzvah in the Torah for example if a non would eat matzah on Pesach he did a mitzvah according to the Rambam any mitzvah that he does he receives a reward including Grasmila Rav Cook pointed this out in this tshuva that I referred to above that when the Rambam says a guy who wants to fulfill any mitzvah we would allow him the general statement: Any mitzvah includes bismillah, to, to the exclusion of uh, I mentioned before of Shabbos, and also the exclusion of learning Torah. We would we would not teach Torah to a, a non-Jew. Torah tiva lenu Moshe Marashakilad Yaakov. The Torah was given to us, and not for us to teach it to non-Jews. So one part of the mitzvah of is a simple mitzvah, the mitzvah of Mila, the mitzvah itself. But there's another part to this mitzvah. The p- other part of the mitzvah is that the mitzvah is given L'shem Krisas Bris. The mitzvah was given for the purpose of creating a covenant between us and God. Can we differentiate, can we distinguish between these two parts of the mitzvah? Obviously, according to the Rambam, we can do it. We can say a person, a non-Jew, could have a bris, which would mean that he fulfilled the technical mitzvah of the circumcision. On the other hand, he would not enter the krisas bris, he would not ha- enter the covenant, the fold of the Jewish nation as, as a gear, as a convert, or in any other form of krisas bris. That, from that, a guy who does not want to convert is excluded. Rav Huttner, explained that the Gemara says that Avram. if a person makes a vow, an oath, that he will not receive any benefit whatsoever from the descendants of Avram. So according to the words that the person said, the Mishnah explains that he is allowed to have benefits from non-Jews, he is allowed to have benefits from Non Jews, but he's not allowed to have any benefits from Jewish people. And many people ask the question why don't we say that he can have benefits from non Jews? But the descendants of Keturah are the children of Avram Avino, they are involved in the bris, they're involved in the mitzvah of bris. Why? Because they're considered. The descendants of Avram Avinu. All of the descendants of Avram Avinu were commanded in Brismila. B'nai I mentioned above, were excluded. Bnei Keturah are the children of Avram Avinu and therefore the Chayiv in Brismila. So why would we say that Hanoder Mizera Avram is Mutter Begayim, We should say at least he's forbidden to get benefits from Benektura. Keturah. The answer would be, and I said Rav Hutner, develop this point, but I'll right now only mention the first idea that he suggested, that the bris of Zera Avram to be called a Zera Avram means that you are a total descendant of Avram, both with the rights and obligations of Avram. And what are those rights and obligations? The obligation of having a breed is true. But that breed is not just A Brit, a technical mitzvah. It includes the covenant of a Brit. The covenant of a Brit is to have Nachalah in Eretz Israel, to inherit Eretz Israel as part of the Jewish nation. The non Jewish B'nai Keturah do not have a portion in Eretz Israel. And a brilliant Pshat. Was suggested there by Rav Huttner, that Avram was told by Sarah azot vet lo yirash azot Im Yitzhak. Avram was told to send out Yishmael because Yishmael will not inherit. But later on, the Torah also says, Yitzhak chai. They sent him away from Yitzchak, while he was alive. While he was alive. While Avram was alive. Obviously, Avram could not have sent him away, after he was alive. Rav Rav Huttner explains, the concept, came to teach me, while Avram was alive, before the laws of inheritance, could be applied. The purpose of sending him away, is to say that he will not, Get the nachala kilo yirash ben amah So the brit for which we were promised eretz yisrael that was given to Zerah avraham the jewish nation. Even if you were zera avraham who were chayv and mila, but you you would not be considered the zera avraham which would receive a portion. So when the Mishnah says is the Mishnah is referring to the real concept of Avram. Who are the real Avram? The real Avram are only Jews. And therefore if a person would make a neder that he does not benefit from Avram, it would say that from Jews he could not receive any benefit. But he could receive benefit from all The normal Regular non-Jew, who is not a descendant of Avram Avinu, certainly would be excluded from this oath. But either, but even the B'nai Keturah, who are in one respect considered Zer Avram for the purpose of Gris Mila, but they are not considered Zer Avram for the concept of Eretz Israel, And therefore they're not included in the nether of another M'Zer Avram. Unless the person would really say, I refer to a specific type of Zeravram, but if we refer to the entire concept of Zeravram, Bnei Keturah excluded. We have now an interesting situation when we study Parsha Shmos. In Parsha Shmos, tells the story of Zipporah and Moshe when they left Midian to come back to Mitzrayim, and on the way, as we know, there was a problem that Moshe's child. Was not circumcised, and the Gemara says on the Pesach that there was a life-threatening situation. Some people explain that the child was in danger. Some people explain that the parents were in danger, were in danger. Even Zipporah was in danger. And according to the simple text of the Torah, Zipporah took a knife, or we would call it today a surgical implement, and she did the bris. That's the way we would read the psukim by ourselves in Chumash. And it would seem that she did that because she is in danger. According to one interpretation, the parents were in danger. Tsipar was also in danger. Why was Tsipar in danger? Mothers are excluded from the laws of bris milah. The Gemara says in Kedushin, Men were commanded in the mitzvah of Brit Milah, women were not commanded. A mother is not generally commanded in the mitzvah of Brit Milah. So why is Tziporah in danger? Why did Tziporah have to go about doing this circumcision? We could explain, as the Maratz Chayos does there in the Dharim, that Tziporah, was a descendant of Midian. Midian were the children of Keturah. Since the Torah says, Vateyled that betyakshan that bet Midian, Keturah gave birth to Midian, among other children. Minela Tzipor was really obligated in Brit Mira where we learn that only women, only men are involved in the mitzvah, of ritmila, not women, apparently, this distinction between men and women might only refer to the mitzvah that was given to Jewish people. But as far as the non-Jews go, perhaps there's no distinction between men and women. And therefore, Tzibar was really obligated in the mitzvah of B'ritmilaah. And the Gemara says that she did it. However, this is a little problematic. Because the Gemara there discusses and brings two opinions, the Gemara Zara actually, brings two opinions whether a woman can do a bris. Today, harach is a woman allowed to do a bris? The Gemara has two opinions. One is, yes, a woman is obligated in the mitzvahs of the Torah. She is considered... Not as an Ariel, she's not considered as one who is not circumcised, she's considered the same as a Jewish male, and therefore she can do a bris. The other opinion is now, since she's not physically circumcised, she cannot do a bris for someone else. The Gemara asks the question, but Sipporah did a bris Mila? And one answer of the Gemara is that Tzipporah did not actually do it. When the Torah told says, Vatikach Tzipporat that she took the implement, it's not that she took it by herself, perhaps she did take it, but she handed it over to a Shaliah to an agent who did it for her. According to what I just said, what's the reason for that? The Gemara could have said Tzipporah did it, but that was the Mila of B'nei Keturah, that was the Mila before the Torah was given, and therefore, that Mila would be proper to do by a woman. But, the Mila that we do today perhaps is not acceptable when a woman would perform the circumcision. I think we could explain this, I question, based on what we've said so far. And you'll find this in, in many achronim who raise this issue and suggest a certain attitude, a certain pattern to explain this issue. Even if Tzipoah did the Bris. Tziporah did the B'ris of B'nei K'tura. Tzipara did the B'ris, which was a mitzvah, but it's not the mitzvah of Kriza's It's a mitzvah, like I said, like eating matzah, like wearing tzitzis, but it's not a mitzvah which is so unique that it creates such a, a, a great obligation and really threatens a great punishment. It's not the the Brit it's the mitzvah of B'rit, but not the Kritat B'rit. It's the technical mitzvah, but it's not tying the covenant with God. So B'nai Keturah do not have this covenant. So if Miriam, if Sipara did the B'ris, then the Gemara could ask, how could Sipara do the B'ris when there's no covenant without B'ris? How can we know that today, when the covenant of the B'ris is included in the B'ris milah, So how could Sipara do it? And there the Gemara would answer, according to one opinion, that she did it with an agent. So we've said so far, that according to the Rambam, there is a mitzvah of Mila, for Bnei Keturah, without Kritad Brit. And it seems that that obligation, exists today as well. However, the mitzvah of Bnei Keturah, is different, conceptually, that they're required to do the bris, but they're not required to enter the covenant, the bris mila of a spiritual concept besides the physical uh, act of doing the bris itself. This might be reflected in the concept that a bris has two parts, removing the arla and uncovering the priya. The mitzvah of Bnei Keturah might be only to do the bris mila to remove the arla, but the priya might not be given to The Beis HaLevi in our week's parsha discusses the philosophic, conceptual difference between the two parts of the Mitzvah of Milah, the removal of the Arlah and the Priya. And he says that the removal of the Arlah is akin to the concept of Sumerah, removing something, taking away something that's a disgrace. We believe that the Arlah is a disgrace for the Jewish people. But that would only be the Sumerah. The Va'asaitov part, the positive part of Rismila, would be done by the Priya. Ben Ketura is only obligated in the first part of Rismila. But the concept of Priya was not given to him. According to the way of thinking that we established today, the Rismila, not the physical Mila, but the Rismila refers not just to the haseras Sa'arlah, but it refers to the priya as well. From that, they keturah excluded. We would not exclude all Jews from it. A, a non-Jew who wishes to have the bris, fine, we would do the bris. The priya might be the part that's reserved only for Jewish people. I'd like to point out, just to conclude, that according to the Rambam, we might argue that every, Jew, every non-Jew today really requires a bris because perhaps he's a K'tura. The Pischei Tshuva in Yeridea has a discussion about this point, and discusses the laws of probability, the laws of rov. What are the percentages today that a non-Jew is actually descendant of K'tura? Assuming that the population of the world exists as a major, major, section of the world, would be non-Benei Keturah, so by the laws of Rov, by the laws of majority, we will assume today, that every Nanjur, would be excluded, from the laws of Mila, would not be obligated to, have a bris, because most probably, he's not from Benektura Keturah, that would lead to other, halachic issues, which we'll not go into, we will just conclude, with the words of, of the Rambam, that Gudola, mi, bris Mila, that Mila is, such an important mitzvah, many Britot were, given to us when we do the Brit, it's not just a regular mitzvah, it's Kritat Brit, which was given to us, and not to non-Jews.